0: Hi everyone, Terry Wellbrock here, host of the Healing Place podcast. And just uh, taking a moment before today's wonderful, beautiful, oh my gosh, just my heart just swelled with joy listening to this episode again uh, as I edited today. And uh, yes, I'm so excited you're going to be listening, listening in. Uh, you will certainly. I hope, walk away with uh, with a smile on your face. Um, just, just beautiful energy. But just wanted to touch base again um, for those who have followed along um, the past few years. Um, my mom and I in our healing journey of um, just blossoming our beautiful mother-daughter relationship in, into a beautiful friendship. Uh, my mom passed away on my birthday, March 14th. And uh, what a gift she left us with. Uh, She had been struggling for those final days to breathe uh, with very shallow, short breaths. And so when she took her final breath, it was a huge breath in, and she smiled so beautifully as if she was looking upon glory. Uh, And... uh, yeah that will forever live in my heart and soul so filled with so much hope and hope is such a important part of the work i do uh, my newsletter is hope for healing newsletter and uh, my hashtag that i use all the time is hashtag hope for healing so that smile certainly left us with an incredible hope um, so there you go all right now for today's wonderful beautiful amazing positive episode Welcome everybody to the Healing Place Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Welbrock, and I've already had such a great conversation and I was like, oh, let's hit record and go back and say all of that again. So today I'm welcoming for the Healers of Hilton Head series, Terisha Tatter, and she is the owner of Lift Total Wellness, and that's Pilates and Massage Therapy here on Hilton Head Island. And before I say hi to her, just a reminder that for those of you tuning in to this uh, special series you don't have to be living in the Low Country in the Hilton Head Island area. Um, no matter where you're tuning in in the world, uh, my whole focus with this series is to shine a light on healers within a community. So look in your own city, look in your own town, your your small community, your island, wherever you are, because. There are so many healers out there doing incredible, beautiful work. So with that said, I'm going to welcome one of ours. Uh, so welcome, Terisha.
1: Hello. It's so great to have um, this opportunity. And yeah, we have been talking for a few minutes. And so it's been kind yes. of... Yeah.
0: I know. Now we got to hit rewind. And
1: I know. Like, okay, well, how far do we go back? Because <laughs> we were right, just... Right, right. <laughs>
0: what did I say again?
1: <laughs> you can see I've got George. This is George. Oh we yeah, George about, the yeah.
0: skeleton. So we were
1: yeah, talking about some of the courses that I've been recording, um, and and George comes apart a little bit in the next one. That see his mouth. Oh, I don't think, think you can see that, but his uh, head comes off, and I'm going to talk about <laughs> going to talk about uh, TMJ work and how to help yourself get rid of um, TMJ pain or manage
0: TMJ pain. Awesome. So yeah, so let's talk about your courses. So you you have courses. We oh, well, we were talking about how COVID just shifted things for folks, and, and yeah. you shifted from not so much in person, but doing online sessions with folks.
1: I did. I never wanted to do online. I never wanted to do courses online because I just love being with my people. And so when COVID hit, I as I said earlier, um, when we were talking, COVID really did happen for us. Um, yes. And not not to us so much, right? And and that was because it it like so many it gave me new capabilities, like being here on Zoom and being comfortable in front of Zoom and making mistakes and you know <laughs> and not having to be perfect, you know, like my space it's not perfect, um and uh, and those new capabilities. And so I love working with people online. I still have a group of people online that I work with, and that's kind of how it began. I'm like, okay, here we are let's just move. Let's talk to each other. And then sometimes we would hang out later and we would just talk about what we did. Um, and we would bond and connect as a community. And then more and more people were coming in. It wasn't just Atlanta where I was living at the time. And so COVID also gave us, and my husband and I, an opportunity to buy a condo in the low country it's something I'd had on my vision board earlier that year. Buy a condo in Hilton Head, and I'll be darned if I didn't manifest that. And COVID helped me. <laughs> so, um, because we did that, then we were like, you know what? Let's just move here. And that piece wasn't hard. Giving up my 22-year business in Atlanta and closing it uh, was was really hard. I, I really love what I do and love my people. So I'm starting over but it's been great so far. And I'm working on these courses as I was telling you about. So lots of pain relief courses. Uh, I work a lot with um, injuries, rehab and you know after surgery. So lots of hip revisions, knee revisions, um, fusions. And you can't do, you can't just walk into a Pilates studio or a gym and be able to do Pilates and say, oh, I have a back fusion. I have four fused vertebrae. Is it okay if I get on the floor and do Pilates mat? And those people that don't have as much training might go, sure. (laughs) And that's not really true. So I love working with special populations, if you will. And um, most of my clients are over the age of 50. So well, that would be special.
0: Yeah. Well, and I have to tell you, I have to tell you real quick when you said vision board, because living here on Hilton Head was on my vision board and I just updated my vision board like maybe four days ago because I was like, all right, I need to put some new things on because I've made so many of these things come to fruition. Um, and so I love it that you do a vision board and, and Hilton well, Head was and, on know, it. Janu-
1: January's coming, Terry, and I've got this group and we're going to have like four, I'm going to invite four people and my friend Randy is going to invite four people and I got to have you come with me as oh, one of yeah. Let's we're going to do a vision board party. It'll be awesome. Oh <laughs> my gosh, count me in. On yeah, Yay. I think it's like the I think it's like the 5th of January. So I'll I'll let you know. Okay.
0: Then, Yay! Awesome. Yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> so, so now you you got into this line of work because you had had a personal story of injury, correct?
1: Yes. So I've been a massage therapist for 22 years now, but I got into Pilates then I thought it was interesting and whatnot. And um you dabbled a little bit, but really I fell off of a galloping horse when oh let's see, it's been that's been 16 years ago. And I fractured my pelvis and I herniated my L3, L4, which is one of the discs in your low back. And it was excruciating to get out of bed, to move, to breathe. Um, and it was Pilates and my fascial release massage that healed me. As long as I do my Pilates. I don't have any back pain. And so I love teaching that to people. I don't want pain to stop anybody. Because if I can do it, they can do it, right? I don't have a rod in my back or anything like that. But, you know, it took a while and, and things you do and things you don't do. <laughs> so um, uh, and like, I also healed my own diastasis. Okay, so a diastasis is when you when you're pregnant, your rectus abdominis opens, okay, separates so that the baby has room to grow. Well, if someone isn't well-versed in Pilates or people with diastasis, especially right after pregnancy, um, you can actually make it worse and it can cause low back pain. So a year and a half after my injury, I had a child and, or a year after my injury, I had a child and my diastasis got work, worse because I'm doing all these crunches, you know, trying to get my body back, you know, and the Pilates instructor didn't know anything about diastasis. So she had me doing those crunches too. And then I took a class and I've had lots and lots of wonderful teachers in education through the years and realized that, oh my goodness, I have this giant hole. It's like three fingers. It's like taking three fingers and putting them this way on your belly. And, and there's, you can tell it's an indentation. And at some point, if it gets so bad, you have to have surgery to to knit that all back together. So I also teach people how to heal their diastasis. So it's a lot of words. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. so it's a lot of my own personal journey and healing that I've experienced that I just love passing on to um, to other people. And the thing I miss besides my clients, because I'm getting new clients here in Hilton Head. In Atlanta, is I had a really good network of medical professionals. I had orthopedists um, and podiatrists that referred to me, and PTs that referred to me. And after they were done with with um, with the medical care, they still need and still needed more. That was where I came into play. Um, I was teaching. I did a couple videos for a couple of um, surgical podiatrists in Atlanta to help people rehab after foot surgery. And so um, those are the kinds of things I really love and miss and that all takes time. So I'm trying to be patient with myself.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll make connections. And I have found, again, it's doing the series, how many of those who are working in the healing arena in any capacity are so connected and support one another and say, Oh, you know, I, I can help you with this, but then when you need to continue with this or maybe you should try this and and there's just a huge network and it's wonderful. And I love it. Definitely. I knew lots of massage
1: therapists too in Atlanta. For instance, my gift is not craniosacral therapy. I've taken the class classes and I've taken you know, pieces of those um, courses and, and made those pieces serve me. But overall, I my work is not the weight of a nickel. And so I'm like, I want to know who, who that is that I can trust so I can refer people over if that's what they're looking for. Because that's looking for me. (laughs)
0: Katie Kelly was on the first episode of this series. So I'll yeah, I'll connect me. Please connect me. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. (laughs) And she's wonderful. She's down on the south end. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that's some, I've met a
1: couple of great, great Pilates instructors. I'm sorry. uh, Well, yeah, Pilates instructors, but also um, some great massage therapists. And we've referred people back and forth, which is wonderful. That is what I love setting up in Atlanta and what I want to set up here, both in Pilates and massage. There's enough people to serve. Oh. We don't need to be competitors, right? And we really don't. Like we need to work with each other, bond with each other, you know, and and help each other. Um, yes. So that's always been my motto. Is
0: I am right there with you. Like yeah. just lifting one another up. And yeah. um yeah, that's just and, and those beautiful connections happen, which again is why I say like so many people that I've met through the series so far, oh my it's just such a beautiful group of people. Like they're all wanting to lift one another up. And and so it's it's a great, great little world to be in, in the world of healers. But one of the things you brought up was your personal injury and journey led you to now guide others. Wow, (laughs) I would say 95% of my podcast guests <laughs> are in that realm, like something happened in their lives. And it's they the
1: way it goes, it's Oh, really- yeah,
0: they wrote a book about it, or they started a business about it, or they, um, you know, speak internationally about it, or whatever it is, that they they offer guidance and in, in healing to others. And I just think that's just such a beautiful gift. So
1: thank you. Well, and it's and it and it gives uh, your clients more confidence too. it's not that you can't be a good teacher and not go through those things. But well you really relate to them on a whole different level, yeah. um, even an energetic level you know when you're when 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 somebody really understands where you've been oh you know? for sure so, yeah. uh, so and it. lots of things in my future like I have all these classes and I shared with you that um, and I don't mind sharing you know publicly, but my husband has lung cancer, so at some point I'll be doing some sort of caregiver podcast because I'm thinking, wow, the things that I need i not I'm not really getting so I'm having to to try and um, find them simple things like um, making sure that I, I, I love Brendan Burchard, uh, Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi and Floga. you know, all those guys, right? And um, I listen to his growth day every day and I journal every day. And I've never seen a pamphlet about being a caregiver, um, anything on cancer that talks about caregiving quite in this way that you just really need to make sure that you are taking care of yourself so that you can take care of others. It's always about, oh, how is your husband doing? Oh, has what were the latest tests? And um, oh, and are you doing okay? You know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, a little so PS. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, little, little at the bottom, you know. So it's a really been a really good and interesting journey to make sure that I'm doing the things that they're just as important, as important as everything else that I'm doing in my day, so that I can make sure that I'm my best from my family and my clients, and I love, I love. My clients are so sweet. They're like, "Well, if you need to cancel," I'm like, "Oh, please don't cancel because this is a time I don't get to think about cancer. Right? <laughs> I can think about serving you, and that's wonderful. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, but at some point, I'll be doing doing some sort of caregiving. Uh, I don't know, it's going to lead me in other places, more of that personal experience.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh, your brain sounds like mine. And that (laughs) come across my radar. And then I'm like, Oh, I could totally do a, a course on that. Or Oh, I should do a podcast on that. Like the series. I was like, there are so many amazing healers on this island. I think I need to do a Hero Loser Fountainhead series. So Which was great. I'm so glad. This is
1: such a wonderful platform. But thank you and bless you for oh. putting all of this together. I was just so excited to reach out to you and go, oh my gosh, I have to meet her. I wasn't necessarily
0: thinking an interview. I was just like, I just have to meet this person. <laughs> I know. I think we met through next door. Like I had posted something about the show. And so I love, I, again, I just love it when people, beautiful souls come across my radar and I'm like, yes, soul sister. All right. I abused that recently. Soul sister. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Cause
1: I think I wrote, gosh, good for you, Terry. I'm so excited for your success. You know, because that's just, again, that's putting more out into the world. You got to put more good oh. out into the world. And I believe in karma, it comes back to you. But if yes. you don't have to even have any expectations, you know, you did something good. You put something good out into the world.
0: Oh, I love place. it. I tell my kids, I drive them crazy with it because I'm like, the energy you put out into the universe is the energy that comes back to you. <laughs> so we I know they're always probably like, oh, my gosh, mom. seriously." <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: So, it's nice, the things... when they start quoting you, though, oh, like, yeah, hear them talking to their friends. Yeah, like my 14 year old, <laughs> every once in a while, like, well, mom, you know, you've got to do blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all about the attitude that you have in them. Like,
0: well, here's a cute, for instance, of that. And I'm going to take it, just go left, a little left turn for a second. So, Jake, this one, he had recently gone to a wedding in Utah. Um, one of his buddies um, had gotten married, and he, I was talking to him and he said, my friends were like Jake when they were getting done with their uh, Airbnb or, you know, their rental and getting ready to leave. There were four, four guys that stayed in this place together. And they were like, why do you always like gather all your towels and put them in a pile and take the sheets off the bed and put them in a pile? (laughs) He's like, uh, because my mom told me that's what we had to do. So (laughs) vacationing down here on Hilton Head for 20 years, I would always like, you know, like wipe the counters down. And just because I just thought, you know, you just be polite. You don't leave a place trashed. You, yes. you know, it's, it's not my property. We came in, they rented us this space for a week and so we'd leave it as nice as we can. And, you know, for the cleaners that come in, like here's all the towels and here's all the sheets and put them in a pile. So he was like, nobody else does that mom. And I was like, Jacob, it's good karma. It's, it's right. good to put <laughs> that energy out into the world. <laughs> so true you've te-
1: what do they call it don't they call it adulting that people don't the kids now don't know how to be adults well that was like one of those moments where you're like no you actually need to put the wet towels in a bin or in the tub or whatever where yeah. they're not going to damage the floor and yeah and it, and so yeah those little pieces but it aren't those like wins you're like yes I
0: know I was like oh my See, gosh my young men, the dow- men good men, <laughs> good men. <laughs> he's teaching his buddies <laughs> <Yes>. awesome <laughs> i love it well one of the things that we had talked about before hitting record and i'd love to get back to it for just a second is i like i had told you i had done yoga um throughout my years of of healing work and i did pilates once because it was a free class so can you talk to the audience a bit about what's the difference and similarities and differences between the two
1: so Matt Pilates is what everybody thinks of when they think of Pilates but really Joseph Pilates um used a hospital bed and he put he took the springs off of a hospital bed we didn't talk about this but um uh, springs off the hospital bed and he put some of them on the headboard and some of them on the on the baseboard at, in the Isle of Man um during World War II and he just kind of you know made himself in charge of the of the infirmary and was like well we're going to rehab these people so that they get better. So they used, you know, leather straps and belts and things like that to help lift up arms and then used it as resistance and same thing with legs. And thus the first sort of Cadillac was, was born. And the Cadillac is got these two towers and a nice top, um, like a a trapeze over the top. They also call it a trapeze. And so then he started, he created a, um, uh, a moving, we call it the reformer now, right? So it was this moving platform. And then he did things on the floor. So um, I don't know if reformer and floor kind of came hand in hand, but he loved the machines. He was all about the machines. And it's funny that Matt Pilates has become so popular because there's no machines on the floor. Um, and some of the things that that are in the traditional repertoire are things that We don't need as much anymore because those days we weren't sitting as much as we are. We weren't flexed forward with shoulders hunched and and forward and, you know, arms way up here, you know, trying to to manage our mouse and everything and keyboard. And so there's a lot of flexion in Pilates. And so one of the things that I did when I started um, started teaching online was I didn't want to do floor Pilates um, during COVID. So I'm like, how can I help? And some of my clients can't. You know with back fusions can't do roll downs and teasers and things like that's too much compression on their back so how do we change it so i added some more extension work and some more functional movement work and some more balance work and things with bands because yoga is a lot of wonderful stretching but Pilates is a lot about being in resistance and so there's still a lot of similarity i mean Joseph Pilates was a yogi he was a gymnast he was a boxer believe it or not And he was a sick child, but breath work was really, really important to him. And expanding the rib cage more than probably the belly. It's kind of all part of it. But the rib cage expansion, both side to side and front to back, was a real key integral part of his principles it's his number one principle that he's it's breath work and then it's like total body movement and oppositional movement and control and precision and also relaxation and in yoga it might not maybe it's precision I don't know I'm not a yoga instructor but there are lots of similarities and I love both of them I think they both have their place and I know there's some crossover but the biggest one was really maybe a different kind of breath work and also being in resistance, you know, with a band or weights or whatever. And so that of course makes Pilates machines really great for um, uh, load bearing exercises. So great for your bones.
0: Yeah. Well, and so that leads me to a personal question of, um, so you were talking, you're talking about it being so wonderful for helping with injury. So what about you, um, Listeners of the show know I've been through and just came out with clear lab results of uh, a mycotoxin um, poisoning journey from mold toxicity. And so my body was just, um, I mean, I was really sick over a two-year period. And so would Pilates help with with strengthening and building back up that, that um I guess, the resistance part of it and helping someone who's had an illness such as that become stronger?
1: Well, I mean, absolutely, because there's a cardio piece, there's a a movement piece, there's a um, strengthening piece, there's a mobility piece, and there's a balance piece. So any injury, I mean, I really can't, I just can't believe there isn't there. I can't believe that there is something out there that Pilates couldn't be helpful for maybe not the traditional repertoire, for sure. Um, I don't do the, my body after that injury, of falling off my horse doesn't like a lot of those flexion and loaded injuries. So you know, I, I change them up. But Pilates is great for everyone. And my clients have ranged from 10 to 96. 96. I love Miss Annabelle. I got her off the walker. I was so excited about that. That's awesome. <laughs> so, but she was severely osteoporotic. And so she's hunched over, right? there's lots of things she cannot do. But then you pad things and you make her feel comfortable and you, you teach her chest openers. And I used some myofascial release on her as well. And then I teach people how to do that so that her shoulders don't hurt and aren't as forward. We're not changing bone, we're changing muscular structure. And she was able to, to walk without a walker, just, just using Miss Annabelle as an example. And wow, what freedom, right? You know, matter of fact, she used to carry a cane just because she was concerned, and she would drag it behind her as sort of her. You know, I don't need it; it's just here. <laughs> You know, <laughs> she was fantastic. So I just, I think Pilates, um, again, might need to create variations, and and that really is it. That really is the difference between someone who is a sole practitioner or a, a smaller gym than versus you know like um maybe a, a larger gym like a like a like a um you know somebody's like some of these um what's the word i'm looking for standard um like like what am i trying to say like pilates um
0: studio uh, yeah but
1: let's, why why can't i think of it i'm having a That's all right Come yes. back to it. You know what? One of those uh, uh, businesses that's that's just um, a corporation that's been over and over again. Oh work.
0: yeah, like a franchise, <laughs> like a franchise. <laughs> wow.
1: Late. Okay. So yes. So different than a franchise where you go in and maybe you have twelve reformers and you're all doing the same thing. There is no way. I don't want to see twelve people in my studio. I only see really four at the max. Because I'm one person and I'm constantly correcting because I know what they need. I know, you know, the person that's come in and has had a recent hip revision is going to do a couple different things different than the um, person who doesn't have any problems with their hips, but has a foot injury or a shoulder injury. And so I'm, I'm tweaking as I go along and I can't tweak. 12 people <laughs> and, and, and then not all of them have be board be boards because we're going into the next exercise. So I like smaller, more um, individualized, more customized sessions because most of my clients need that anyway. Yeah. If somebody came in and had no issues, I'm really kind of thinking about the 20 and 30 year olds, no issues that kind of franchise model is, is great for them to introduce um, Pilates because it, this is my opinion, you know, because they don't need some of that special tweaking to keep them from hurting themselves, but to be getting stronger and and in more of a functional manner. For instance, when people walk in, I don't just put them on the machines. I want to open them up myofascially because that's part of my bodywork experience, because it's my belief that if I Just go in and start strengthening around a dysfunction, then you're just a tighter version of yourself when you leave. And I haven't changed your functional movement patterns from a dysfunctional movement pattern to a functional movement pattern. So I always want to leave people better than when they came in, not just not just stronger in their dysfunction. Yeah, that's, yeah,
0: that's always served me. Yeah. Well, great philosophy, great approach. And I, and I love the idea of it. What makes me think of, you know, as we change habitual patterns in anything in our life, it's the same thing with the body. If you can change the way it's responding, they'll change the way the the habits that you've formed, right? Like hunching over and the way we breathe.
1: And the way we move. Right. And, you know, our shoulders, Shoulders have a lot to do with our gait. So if our shoulders are really locked in a particular position, it's going to affect the way we walk and thus our back and our knees and our hips. And it just goes down the chain. And so Pilates was very much, Joseph Pilates was very much a full body vision kind of guy. And, you know, I mean, lots has changed. If today, I think his work would be more extension than it would be the flexion that we know so well for because because he was an inventor he invented beds and chairs and I mean it was crazy all the things that he invented and um and so he kept changing and metamorphosizing as well and I believe that he would have changed um you know some of his exercises or his focus uh if he were alive today right yeah. so um but I believe that plies can be good for everyone. I just have never met anybody yet who I'm like, this isn't for you. So because you can use it so much as a rehab tool as well.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to try it out. I'm excited to try it out. Because, again, I only did it the one time because it was like, hey, we're having this free class at the gym I was in. And uh, so I was like, Oh, I'll give it a whirl. And it was on a mat. So yeah,
1: and again, there's nothing wrong with Matt. There's just a lot of people in the gym in the gym field who will be like, like, okay, for instance, I was at an LA fitness, and I had already been certified in reformer. And they said, listen, we're going to certify you as a Pilates instructor. And all you got to do is take this class, it's eight hour class, and we're going to have 32 people in there. And you're going to have two breaks and an hour lunch. And by the end of that eight hour class. You'll be able to teach anybody who comes into your class. Okay, so I was certified at Balanced Body, which is the number one training um, and equipment um, Pilates company in the world. They do things all over that they have trainings and and whatnot, and they have great equipment. Mat one is sixteen hours, not lunch is counted in that 16 hours, like 16 hours, then it's 30 hours of observation, then it's 30 hours of um, personal development and personal work, where you're supposed to be doing this work yourself. And you can either be doing it with in a video format or with another teacher before you're allowed to take the test to take math two. (laughs) So you get what you pay for. And it's a great idea. But if somebody had like a serious injury, they would just want to make sure that they've been to somebody who has got a pretty good education, you know, pretty well-rounded education. But like I said, the 20 or 30 somethings, are going to just going to go to the gym, you know, that it's going to be fine. It's just, there could be some injuries. I've seen some scary things. And I'm like, Oh no, because that affects like all of the Pilates, you know, family and, and our, um, and just our reputation of knowing the body. So, right. um, just like anything, you know, yeah. just just like the hairstylist who's still at, at the Aveda school. Okay. You might get a good hairstyle, but if you have you know, alopecia or you've got some problems, you might not want to go to the beginner. You might want to go to somebody over here who's been doing it for a few years. So it just sort of depends. It's just great that people are interested in, in just Pilates work in and of itself. And Joseph Pilates thought that everybody should move. He wrote to the president of the United States and said part of um, the, the mind of men will improve if we just have more movement in our schools. so he was way beyond our time um yeah. he's really quite something so i uh, wish i would have had the chance to have met him in person but i've met some people who were his students so that's been pretty pretty fantastic so awesome. i think you'll love it no matter where you go if yeah you'll love it,
0: i think it'll be great and with would your yoga background how, how do folks connect with you who do happen to live on the island can can they find you and work with you absolutely I would love that
1: um I've done a couple of things with the Palmetto running company that was really cool on the beach I'd never done Pilates on the on the beach before sand is a whole other <laughs> a whole other animal <laughs> so. yeah yeah, people can reach me at my, at my email or, uh, or they can call me I have a website lifttotalwellness.com or lifttotalwellness total wellness at gmail.com or my phone number, which is let me say it awesome. <laughs> six seven eight 524 7431 I'm sure you'll uh, attach that you can just look me up to Russia Tatter. I'm all over the place. Yeah, and, I'll
0: put and, it in show notes, folks. So you can just check show notes and, and uh, yeah. you, know, you can find links and all that fun stuff and on socials. So is there anything else that you wanted to address that, that we hadn't had an opportunity to talk about yet?
1: Oh, sure. There's like hours, Terry. I know.
0: <laughs> I know. I hate to wrap us up because...
1: Yeah. No, but I want your feedback when you do take a Pilates class. I, I want your feedback. I think it will be great. Um, I love teaching other... Other teachers. That was one of the things that I did in Atlanta. As I was the master trainer for a piece of equipment called the Coraline, which is much like a Nordic track machine, and it helps people with gait. But it's two separate, um, it's two two separate uh, tracks, if you will. And there's all sorts of things that you can do on that. So if you ever want to come over and play we should have you we should just have you play with that because nobody on the island has that and no. i i need to get into certifying like i did in in uh, in georgia um there's just a little bit going on and on on the plate but i think yeah. in 2023 we can we can do that and that will be fun but um no i just keep motion as lotion i heard that recently i love it whenever what you're doing motion is lotion and three things you're grateful for every day and night Um, I have these uh, gratitude bracelets um, that I wear and I put one on at a time and I say my gratitudes and it just puts me in the right mindset and at night when I take them off um, it's the same kind of thing so those are my takeaways make sure you do your gratitude your gratitude journals and motion is lotion
0: I love it I love it we just bought (laughs) electric bikes and that's our new our latest and greatest oh my gosh they are so fun
1: (laughs) I love biking. It is my passion. So anytime you want to go, you let me know. Oh, let's we'll do bike. it. You can Yay. Use
0: the I'm good with that. <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. Well, I have my regular bike too. So I'm, I'm up for it anytime. Yay. Wonderful. That's my ride on the beach. Well, this has just been such a, such a joy to have you here. I love your energy. I love just your, your, you just radiate this beautiful light of, of joy and positivity. And um, yeah, it's one beautiful. So thank you.
1: I have a lot to be grateful for. And meeting you is one of those, Terry. I can't wait till we get to meet face-to-face. Thanks so much for having
0: me on. Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us today on the Healing Place Podcast. And remember, until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Terry Welbrock again. Just wanted to thank you for listening to the episode today and remind you to visit my website as well as the com for the courses. But if you go to my website, com, you can sign up for my monthly Hope for Healing newsletter, which is also jam-packed with information and strategies and blog pieces and guest blog pieces and links to shows um, and just a great space for, uh, again, healing. Thanks for, again, being here and being a part of this healing space. I very much appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye.